Hi, it's Quich on the Shilta. It's Nick here, and you're listening to Wilnoch Radio on TFUV 101.9 FM. Within the hour, you will hear percentage voices, songs, stories, and art. The Native Students' Union is for and run by Indigenous students. Our space includes a lounge, computers, printing, a phone, and lunchroom. Stop by the UVic Student Union building, room B023, from 9am to 9pm, Monday to Saturday, or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the handle UVicNSU, or our website, uvicnsu.ca, to stay up to date on upcoming social or cultural events. All right, it's Gwechel Moksain. Uh, good day, everyone. Today, I will be doing a storytelling episode on Huilnoch Radio. I, yeah, I have some great stories lined up from some of my books. I thought the first one I'd start off with is reading from the Saanich Yearbook. So that is our the book about our Saanich 13 moons. And right now, we're coming to the end of our Chinthaki moon. So, so here is a little... The reading for our Chintaki moon. Chintaki, the Sakai moon. Our history tells us that we were once very poor, but the salmon people took pity on us and gave themselves to save us. At the beginning of the Chintaki moon, and with a special ceremony, reef net anchors dropped and our ancestors fished hereditary family locations throughout the four salmon months. The medicine man, Shnam, would paddle to the farthest point east and call on our ancient relative, the salmon, to come and feed the Husanich people. He prayed, sang, and mentioned all the family reef net locations that the salmon would pass. The weather for this moon, Chintaki, warm summer breezes and dry weather are most evident during the Chintaki season. The Huhwalish arrives, which is Swanson's thrush, the ripener of the summer berries, his song puts color into the berries and the ditluk, which is wild strawberries, and alil, which is salmon berries, begin to ripen. Economic activities. Trading catches from all the salmon runs begin. The Husainich people would trade with the inland tribes. Because we caught salmon in the straits, we were the first people each year, about a month ahead of every other tribe, to have salmon. Others had to wait for the river runs. The early run and high quality of the bright salmon gave us a trade advantage over other people. Cultural activities. The Saanich people paid homage to the salmon with a very special song and ceremony to honor the salmon and to show respect to its new generation. After the first sockeye salmon, known as the Siwak leader, was caught, all fishing would cease and the ceremony of prayer and feast would begin. As part of the salmon ceremony, the children would walk with a limp and carry his hook-nosed salmon as one would carry a baby. This was to look pitiful in the eyes of the honored salmon. Only the children would eat the salmon, after which the adults could then feast on sockeye. Alright, so that was everything that happens in our Chintaki moon. And it's pretty cool in our Saanich moon's book, we have like the weather, things that happen due to weather, our economic activities and cultural activities, like you heard in the, that little story. And yeah, our 13 Moons book, our Senate year, kind of starts in February. Or no, it does start in Febu around February. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, it's when our traditional New Year starts. Last week, I know you heard a little bit about the Tleonoh 
great flood story. Uh, right now, I found the book. So here is a little reading of the Llewellyn Great Flood. Llewellyn by Earl Claxton. In the beginning, Hales, our creator, taught the Saanich people how to take care of this land. For many years, the Saanich remembered Hales' words. They were happy and had plenty of food. But as many years passed, some people broke Hales' words and forgot his teachings. Hales became unhappy and told the people that there would be a flood over the land. They were to prepare. They prepared a long rope of cedar bark. They gathered food and possessions. The tide waters began to rise. The people packed their belongings into their canoes. Some people did not heed Hales' teachings. They were not prepared and were washed away. Their canoes were destroyed. The water rose higher and higher. The people paddled to the highest mountain nearby. The trees were still above the water. They tied themselves to an arbutus tree on top of the mountain. Soon the tops of the trees were covered with water. They were afraid and prayed to survive the great flood. They asked Hales to take pity on them. After many days, a raven came and landed on the bow of the canoe. He was carrying a stick and was talking to the people. The raven had brought the good news. Suddenly, a mountain began to emerge in the distance. One of the men said, Ni, Kwanit, the Husanich, which translates to, Look at what is emerging, as he pointed to the mountain emerging in the distance. Before they left the mountain, they gathered around the huge coil of cedar rope and gave thanks. They said, From now on, this mountain will be called Tleonuh, place of refuge, escape, and healing. They further said, We will be called the Husanich the emerging people. Khels heard their prayers. Khels said he would not punish the people by the flood again. The good people who were saved are the ancestors of the Husanich today. This is our heritage. All right, so that was a little backstory on the logo for Hulno Radio is kind of inspired by. I really like that story, and I really like the Llewellynoch Mountain. I like hiking up there, and it's a nice scenery. So now I have a little follow-up to that, just a little little bit of knowledge about the Arbutus tree that is featured in that story, and here it is. Arbutus. Arbutus is an evergreen broadleaf tree with a short, stout trunk and smooth, heavy branches. It grows up to 30 meters tall. The bark of the trunk can be relatively thick and scaly, but over most of the tree... It peels and sheds every year. The older bark is bright reddish-brown, and when it peels, the new bark underneath is greenish. The thick oval leaves are about 15 centimeters long, somewhat pointed, shiny on the top, and dull green underneath. Small white, urn-shaped flowers bloom in late spring in dense clusters. They mature by late summer into pea-sized orange-red berries that are dry and seedy, but not poisonous. Arbutus grows on dry, rocky sites exposed to sunlight and often together with gary oak. It also grows with Douglas fir in deeper soils where it reaches its maximum height. It is especially common along the coast throughout much of Husanich territory. Traditional use. Elsie Claxton's mother used to prepare an infusion of kokoilt leaves and bark by pouring hot water over them. A person drank the infusion to treat a cold, and Elsie added, 
for the stomach too, if there's something wrong with your stomach anytime. It could also be taken orally to treat tuberculosis. The leaves were sometimes chewed raw and the juice swallowed to ease symptoms of a bad cold. The bark was an ingredient in Elsie's special medicine. The bark was usually harvested in May or June when it is easiest to peel off. A strip of bark about 60 centimeters long and 10 to 15 centimeters wide was cut up into chunks and boiled with other ingredients. Dave Elliott added that Saanich people rubbed the leaves on areas affected by rheumatism, rheumatism? and that the Kawatsan people rubbed them on burns. Both Dave and Elsie noted that Kokwa'ilt bark was also placed in steaming pits to color camas bulbs reddish. The wood is hard and brittle, which makes it of little use for carving, but the young branches could be used to make wooden spoons and gambling sticks. A dye from the bark was used for tanning paddles and fish hooks. According to Chris Paul and Philip Paul, the Husanich people have a special relationship with this tree because during the Great Flood, their ancestors anchored their canoes to Kwakwa'ilch trees on top of Tlewolno. With its strong, penetrating roots, Kwakwa'ilch gripped the rock on the mountain top and kept the people from floating away until the floodwaters receded. Philip Paul said that, to this day, Husanich people do not burn Kwakwa'ilch out of respect for its having saved their lives. All right, so I hope you all enjoyed that little bit of knowledge about the Kokoilt arbutus tree. I got that information from the Saanich Ethnobotany Culturally Important Plants of the Saanich People book by Nancy J. Turner and Richard J. Hebda. And I hope, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed those, those first three stories. And this next story I have up here is again from the Saanich Ethnobotany book. It is just how Douglas Fir got pitch and I it's a nice little short story I thought it'd be cool to share with everybody here it is how Douglas fir got its pitch pitch used to go fishing before the sun rose and retired to the shade before it became strong one day he was late and had just reached the beach when he melted other people rushed to share him fir Douglas fir arrived first and secured most of the pitch, which he poured over his head and body. Balsam, Granfer, obtained only a little, and by the time Arbutus arrived, there was none left. Arbutus said, I shall have to peel my skin every year and have a good wash to keep me clean. But just then, Gilles appeared and said, You shall all be trees, and Fur shall be your boss. So now, the Arbutus sheds its bark every year, and Douglas Fur has more pitch than any other tree. All right, so that was a good little story there. Up next, I have a story f- told from my Aichicha, my good friend, Katia. She is my friend and also my classmate. She did a two-year language revitalization diploma program with me, and now we are working together to become teachers. And this story is called The Winds, told by Louis Pelkey from Seo. And this story comes from the Husanich and Their Neighbors by Diamond Janess on the Coast Salish of Vancouver Island, 1935. Yeah, here's Katia telling the, retelling the winds. Satuch, the cold north wind was freezing up the land. Ice lay everywhere. Then Skangit, 
The warm south wind said to her two sons, just the southwest wind and in Chotlok. West wind, let us go play Lahal with Saw Touch. They started out in their canoe, but at last they had to leave it behind on account of the ice. Skangit stamped up the ice and caused it to crack with a loud report. She was alarmed. Her son said to her, do not break the ice here. They went on and just stomped on it when they reached the middle. Again it cracked with a loud report, and Skangit became still more alarmed. Skangit said to Sawtouch, My sons want to gamble with you and your family. Sawtouch said, All right. Skangit produced her two gambling sticks, shuffled them in her hands, and sang while her sons joined in with her. Sawtouch made a wrong guess, whereupon Skangit banged the stick he had pointed to on the ice. It cracked. She said to one of her sons, Go and bring the canoe. Soon the ice will break everywhere. She began to sing and shuffle her sticks again, but Satuch was afraid and went away, taking his family with him. Then Skangit banged the ice with her stick and it broke up everywhere. As it did, the waves came breaking through. She and her sons got into their canoe and paddled home. So now, whenever the south wind blows, it quickly stirs up the waves and breaks up any ice that has formed. All right, Haishka again, Katia. And now I will read a story from our Zinchathan Husseinich Legends and Stories book. It is the Legend of the Whale, told by the Husseinich elders. Here it is. Every day the indolent Mr. Raven would go fishing, but when returning, he would tell his people the same ancient story. I'm sorry, my people. There appears to be no fish again. For days this went on, until early morning there was a big commotion in the village. Everyone was yelling about the great whale that was settled on the beach. Mr. Raven hurried down to the beach. When arriving, he saw the whale, and he jumped on the whale. This was to show his people that he was not afraid of, of the huge whale. But to his surprise, the whale was still alive, and it started to, started to go back into the sea. Poor, pathetic Mr. Raven hung on to the whale with all his might. The whale continued to jump into the water, and Mr. Raven still grasped on, grasped on and yelled, Whee! Whee! That is why, to this day, if you ever see a whale, and it jumps in and out of the water, making the raven scream, Whee! Whee! It's all right, I'm not too sure if I made the, same, the right noise, but you kind of get the idea of the story, and that's from our, yeah, Husseinich Legends and Stories book told by the Husseinich Elders. I hope you enjoyed that. Up next, we have our upcoming community events. So today, July 17th, Music in the Park at Beckwith Park, featuring Soul Sonics, and it's all thanks to North Quadra Community Association. The popularity of our 7th Annual Music in the Park concert and picnic last July again exceeded expectations with a whopping crowd of 2,600 that is well accommodated in Beckwith Park's spacious surrounds. There was so much happening. While some enjoyed picnic lunches or sampled food trucks, others lounged, danced, toured activity and info booths, or visited friends and neighbors. Face painting, crafts, water play, police car, fire truck tours, Animal mascots with Marty the Marmot, Penny the Owl, and Sally Ann. 
and interactive encounters with Oasis live animal ambassadors, tortoises, and lizards were kid highlights. As an added bonus, crowds were entertained during the band break by the energetic Island Hoppers precision, precision skip team. Ongoing throughout the entire two-hour concert was a tremendous giant bubble show put on by the Bubble Man, Stan Burns, a North Quadra resident and Remax realtor who donated his considerable talent and athletic energy to the delight of kids and the adults alike. In recognition of Canada's 150th birthday, a heritage component was added to celebrate North Quadra's farming past, including pony rides and, mini, and a mini petting zoo. A similar format with the return of past activities is in store this July 17th, 2018, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. At, Be at Beckwith Park, featuring folk rock band Soul Sonics. We welcome volunteers for this two-hour event for, like, setup, cleanup, face painting, booth rep, parking, traffic guide, etc. Um, it's a great way to get involved while grooving to music. So that is tonight, July 17th, at Beckwith Park from 6 to 8. We also have for Sanesh community, Bianca Elliott and friends will be hosting the Sage Wellness Workshop tomorrow, July 18th, with the Project Reclaim team. Join Project Reclaim down at Tichan Beach in Sayout on Wednesday, July 18th, for our Sage Wellness Workshop. You can come, down, come and learn how to harvest coastal sage and make a sage bundle. We will provide shade, some chairs, and refreshments. So that is tomorrow, Wednesday, July 18th, in the Sayout community. And also this Saturday, I believe, July 21st, Vegetoria VegFest 2018, by, hosted by the Vancouver Island Vegan Association. Are you, are you ready for more amazing, amazing vegan food, entertainment, talks, apparel, services, community, and did we mention the food? We are thrilled to announce Vegetoria VegFest is returning to Victoria July 21st, 2018. We are working to make this Vegetoria even bigger than the last year and to introduce even more people to the compassionate, delicious, and fun vegan culture as, as it continues to grow across the world. Please follow and share the event page to help us get the word out and to stay on top of all the exciting announcements we will have leading up to the big day. And also you can check out their website for more information, www.vegetoria.ca. This venue is wheelchair accessible and they have accessible washrooms. And also this Thursday, July 19th, Audio Growth, Sassy Black and Lofi Hip Hop. As part of the fifth installment of the Eventide Music Series, a free outdoor, all-ages licensed series in Centennial Square every Thursday evening from July 5th to July or to August 23rd. And that is thanks to CFUV 101 FM and the City of Victoria local government in partnership with Audio Growth. So they are bringing Eventide this Thursday. This week's features will be Sassy Black, Johnny Graves, Miss Friend, Nuru, Bob Lahed. And for more information about the shows throughout the summer, visit 
250.com slash eventide or eventidevictoria.com. So that is all the events right now. That's very righteous. Funky C, Funky D will be back to lip sync another one of their hits right after this. Hey, kids, why sit in front of the TV when you can be on the radio? Do you want to be on the radio? CFUV offers opportunities for UVic students and Victoria community members to gain broadcast and production experience. Our training is designed to be accessible to volunteers of all backgrounds and skill levels. Visit CFUV.ca and click Volunteer to complete an application to get involved. Tune into City Slang Friday nights at midnight on CFUV 101.9 FM. The best time to hear wild new sounds from the underground and interviews with some of your new favorite bands. Tune in every Friday night at midnight for City Slang on CFUV 101.9 FM. Up next, we have a student from our Lanongat School Out, Sanchothan Immersion School. Her name is Cadence, and she is actually my friend Katia's daughter. She just finished the grade four immersion program this past school year, and it's pretty cool. That was her first time in Sanchothan Immersion, her first school year. And then, so her reading was pretty good. I really like it. Um, and she's moving on to grade five, Sanchothan Immersion. And here she is with a story. It's a translated book. It is actually translated by, I believe, her mom, Katia. And, or typed by her mom, Katia, but translated by our elder, Stalkwith. It is called Quinang. And here she is. Quinang, Una Queen, Quatha Church Ali, To U Quinang at the Abel. Data Juan the Colahan, To U Quinang. Quayang squidgel. Nukwe the stata elecum toh uhuanang at the statla. Lalech the quilahan toh uhuanang at the skukwal. Quimo the kukuwetang toh uhuanang at the spacken. Skumayak saws the quilahan toh uhuanang at the plum. Nan nunch nakul ayolas the stata elecum. So that book, that story there was like Quinang uh, is translates to like. So for an example, an example from that story was the bug is all the colors like the rainbow. And then that's, yeah, just saying stuff like that. And it's pretty cool um, that the story was in our Sanchothan language. And then I have another story coming up in our Sanchothan language. It's actually, it's from one of our teachers from our Lanong at School Out, Miss Jim, Jacqueline Jim, and she is going to be reading the Mortimer story by by Robert Munch. It's pretty cool. He gave us permission to translate all his books. And um, for us, translated, it it's called Motama, because in our Sanchothan orth- orthography, we don't have the letter R. We also don't have a few other letters. Um, I'll give you a brief Sanchathan history in a future episode. Uh, hopefully we'll be Sanchathan theme, uh, themed. And here is Jacqueline Jim now with Motama. Motama. 
Natsasnet yet tangwa eat it at Matama the Tains. Dump, 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 dump. Chantankwa teachal la at the snuts out. The Matama suquakit the sauce. Suquil tangwa Matama la at the schwatmets. Su achens the tain. Matama anuch e samilchsqual. Quicklam eat it. Ha siam hotelkin at Matama. Sunakwatas at Matama. Su what cut the sauce the tain. Su ye clutch quangan. Su ye huilang at the squishatang the tain. Dum 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 dum. Chase e amet the tain la at the snuts out. Su dealums the matama. Ting tang tihen e dum skalesin. Samog squidjol. Ting tang tihen e dum Skalel sensa muk squichol. Jalenkwa muk all the squalelkin, the main at Matama. Su yet shalung the squishatungs the main. Dum 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 dum. Su hukakit the sal, su quichung the main. Matama! Anuch isamilk squal. Aikwins eat it. Ha siam hotelkin at Matama. Su kalet nequatis at Matama. Su hut cut the sauce the mains. Su ye clutch quangan. Su ye huilang at the squishatang the main. Dum 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 dum. Chase e am at the main la at the stewagin. Su kalet stealams the matama. Ting tang tkehen e dum skalesen samok squidjol. Ting tang katehen e. Dum skalesen sa mok squidjol. Jalenkwa mok the chak skalelkin. The apanuk stakwa shwalakwa at matama. Su ye shalung the squishatung to the ear. Apanuk stakwa shwalakwa. Dum 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 dum. Su kwakaka to the ear. Apanuk stakwa shwalakwa. Su kwechung at the chakakan. Madama! Anuch is a milk squall. I quins eat it. Ha siem hotelkin at Matama. Sukalet nakwatas at Matama. Sukhot cuts the sauce, the apanuks dakwishwalakwa. Su ye tlach quingen. Su ye huilung at the shwishatung to the apanuks dakwishwalakwa. Dum 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 dum. Chase e tachel the squishatung to the ear. Su collect delam at matama. Ting tank tichen e dum skalesen sa mok squidjol. Ting tank tichen e dum skalesen sa mok squidjol. Jan and nanu genu to the ear. E squales e lungan to the ear cease it. Su quaching at the Hwakakels. Tejal nong at the Hwakakels. Su shalung to the ear chessa, the Hwakakels. E archunko al quis shalungs. Dum, 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 dum. Su hwakaka the sath. Su quajung the chessa chuck. Hwakakels. Ah, sha. Matama. Anuch is a milk squall. I quins eat it. Siam Hotel Canet Matama Sukalet Naquatus at 
Otama. Suhut cuts the sauce, the chasa chuck, huaka quails. Su yet lach king nung. Su yet wheeling at the squishatung, the chasa chuck, huaka quails. Dump, 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 dump. Chaley tajel the squishatung to the ear. Su collet. Dealum at matama. Ting tank tichen e dumsk a lesson samog squachel. Ting tank tichen e dumsk a lesson samog squachel. Ah, sha. Jan squatty the squaleloquins at the mock scene la at the snuts out la. Awana sing quat tallness quat at the matama. Quintal the tain, quintal the hoquacales. Eat low quintal the main at the nganat shwalakwas. Qui wintal the mock same. Awana saint lay e quil gisnets out at matama. Awana saint quite chung e a quachthinang at matama. Su makwala e makwala all at matama. Jan chius e wakas at matama. Nak nang at kwa. Heitzen. All right, again to Jacqueline, Miss Jim. She's also a good friend of mine, so I wanted her to read it just as a from a teacher's perspective, just so you kind of listeners get an idea of how Mortimer was read in English. And she did a very good job of how she would read it to the children in our immersion school. Um, so we reprinted some of these copies and. Uh, they have a couple of copies in our immersion school so the kids can read it throughout the school year. And I'm really happy that you guys got to listen to a couple of our stories in, in our language. Again, I hope to have uh, a Sanchothan language-themed episode sometime in the future. So you guys stay tuned for that. And stay tuned to CFUV for our other programs. And tune in again next Tuesday at 11 a.m., to Huilnoch Radio to see what other what other indigenous content I have.